Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. So if you guys are anything like me and you struggle with allergies, raise your hand because I am right there with you. I get super itchy throat, itchy ears, and I sneeze like a crazy woman. And it really does prevent me from wanting to take my daily walks with my husband. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongests your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes and an itchy nose and sinus congestion and pressure with an ease, which is a exactly what I need. So I have been using them anytime that I have allergies, which has been many, many times. I have found that it has definitely helped me so much where I can go outside again and enjoy my day. So if you guys are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. It is fast and powerful relief. It's just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. But even your closest friends want to see you fail. That's scary, but true. God does have you, but you have to partner with God. You're not going to get your dream or your vision by sitting on your couch scrolling through Netflix. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. I am your host. You are so loud in my ear. Oh, we can turn it down. I think it's actually okay. Hello? Yeah, it's fine. I am your host, Janina Mopola, and this is my fiance, Caleb Ward. Wait, Caleb. What? Oh, my goodness. He just opened up an energy drink and spilled it everywhere. Thank you for having me back. Welcome back to the podcast. You are a reoccurring guest that I think people seem to like. I'm glad. Honestly, it would have been a big bummer if, if uh, they didn't like you. <laughs> yeah, it would be a lifetime of just like kind of like. We I might have to end this relationship if my followers didn't like you. Mm, that'd be tough. That'd be really tough for me. How horrible would it have been on the first podcast if it came out and everyone was like, this dude sucks. What would you have done? Uh, I would have just deleted my entire podcast because I choose you. Oh, that's actually good. that's a good PR move you just did. <laughs> you told the audience how much you love me. They had a moment. They're probably sitting, you know, with their significant other, going, "Man, she's a great fiance." Thank you. That's amazing, babe. Good job. Um. Anyway, hello. Hello. I post these podcasts every single Tuesday. If you are new here, this is called Happy and. Healthy. I post these on Spotify, po- Apple Podcasts, YouTube. So if you guys want to watch this podcast, I think watching it is more fun. For sure. The YouTube does pretty well because people like to just see us interact. Yeah. No. So this is my fiance, Caleb. If you guys don't know, we've been engaged for... Two and a half months? Since Wait, June so- 16th. So June, July, August. So three months? Three months. <gasps> Let's go. We're still in it, baby. We're still in it. So we've been engaged for three months and we're getting married in the fall. Let's just say we're getting married in November. Yeah. In November. November. And it's coming up. I know. How do you feel? I'm so excited. Like 
I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am to not have to drive home. I'm done with driving home. Yeah, he gets so sick of it. I, I'm 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 done. So I'm excited. It's gonna be a huge adjustment. Cause like yeah. it's funny to think about I'm just gonna be here. Mm-hmm. You know, of course I got my own things. I'll be leaving the house occasionally. But it's like we are gonna see each other every, every day. day. So it's unless like, you're gone or I'm gone traveling. Yeah, it's like it, hey, the girls are coming over. It's like or like on your small group days or whatever, it's like I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be like, can you go hide somewhere? <laughs> or I'm like, I'm gonna make you leave because when the girlies gotta talk, the girlies gotta talk, and they don't want a man around. But you can't be talking. You can't be airing our dirty laundry out. I'm not saying I'm airing out dirty laundry, but what if someone else airs out their dirty laundry? I'm your husband. I think that's a foregone conclusion that everybody knows. If you tell, you know, your friend, they're gonna tell Her, their, their husband's gonna know. Yeah. 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 yeah, I basically know, like, if I told Maddie, Grant's going to know. Yeah. And then when Grant says, like, Which is, how are things going on in your life? I'm like, Grant, don't yeah. be playing. You already know. <laughs> me, me and Grant have a pretty good friendship. And sometimes I feel like if I'm telling him something about our relationship, I feel like he maybe acts like he doesn't know what's happening. But I'm like, I know you've probably heard. Okay, that's that. actually not true. Because when I got brunch with Maddie this past Saturday, she said that... um she was like, Grant didn't even tell me that he talked to Caleb. And apparently he didn't tell Maddie for like a day and a half, <laughs> which is a long time in marriage. That's hilarious. And she was like, he didn't even tell me. I was like, I thought for sure he told you like right away. Yeah, it's funny. Good for him. So, so for today's episode, we obviously want to do fun like updates and stuff. But today we're kind of just going to be, we don't really have like a specific Guys, topic. It's a, this is going to be an, I aw- I this is going to be a very honest conversation. About what? We got some big things to announce. We do? Well, okay, first of all, we did post on my broadcast channel on my Instagram, so make sure you guys are following me and enjoying that because I want to start pulling in there more of what you guys want to hear from us, and we pulled you guys three different topics. It was number one, discipline, so how to be disciplined and be successful and like create good habits. Number two was toxic femininity and toxic masculinity. Which I still think we should talk about at some point. I don't know if people want. I don't know if people want my opinions <laughs> on that. No, they do. But you sometimes you're a little cray cray. I'm not cray cray. I can be black and white, and no, sometimes no, no. lack empathy. What? I wouldn't say you're black and white. I guess I'm not. I black would and white. say you just say some very unhinged things. Sure. Like if y'all if y'all knew this man <laughs> in the real life, like take the camera away. This dude be saying some things. Give me an example. Give them an example of like yesterday on Kane JJ's podcast. Okay, guys, listen, <laughs> lean in here. Okay, <laughs> so we were having a conversation. So football season's coming up, and me and my buddy were talking about on their podcast about how his wife doesn't particularly love her uh, call his college football obsession. Uh, obsession. Yeah. And I told JJ, I said, "Listen, brother, brother." I said, "If you're making more money." She's not going to complain as much, probably, <laughs> about your college football habit, which is kind of a crazy thing to say, but I think it's kind of true. If he's out here securing deals, I think on Saturday and Sunday, she would be more okay with, because it's a time factor. Time is money, okay? But if you're making the money, then time is okay, and he can watch more college football. So I just told him, I said, here's your simple this is your formula. solution, and I'm kind of joking, but here's your solution to you know, her being okay with you watching college football. I just said, make more money. (laughs) (laughs) 
on the podcast, I like, I immediately was like, guys, he's joking. He's joking. Yeah. Like you guys will hear the episode whenever it goes up on the heart of dating. I being serious. And I think Kate, yeah, Kate like gave you this <laughs> look like what? And JJ's like, shut up. <laughs> and I was like, guys, don't worry. He's joking. And then I looked at you and I was like, are you? <laughs> but do you think that girls like, okay. No, I think there's some truth to it, but not everything you think should you say. <laughs> <laughs> do you think if when we're married, if you watched me. Here's a perfect example. If you watch me and I'm playing like Xbox, I'm playing like 2K or Madden. And the day before, I just made us a million dollars on a deal. I'm going to let you play do you think, all the video yeah. games you want. But if I lost us 500 grand on I'm a like, deal. Get your butt <laughs> yeah, to work. Exactly. You better go make that back. Exactly. <laughs> that's funny. That's my point. It's scientific, guys. Yeah. Okay, so kind of for today's episode, we're going to talk about those topics. And then also we just kind of want to like just... Frick around. Shoot the sheesh. You got to stop saying frick around because uh, that could. Okay. What should I say instead? Um, shoot, Is that bad? shoot the sheesh. Wait, both of those are still a play on a cuss word. Both of them. Is a play on a cuss word. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that because some people actually really don't like it when I say frick. Frick. But for me, I'm like, well, it's better than me saying the F word. But then I'm also like, I don't know what else to say. I'm pretty sure you said frick in a speaking uh, speaking engagement, I just had a stroke, <laughs> dude. I just are you a, okay? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, oh, you got a little. He's a little eye boogie. Okay, let's get this conversation started. Okay, that was a good intro, though. So now we're gonna move into the topic because this is what you guys wanted us to talk about. Now we're not even saying we have this like fully, fully figured out. We're learning, but the topic of discipline, motivation, habits and becoming successful. Mm -hmm. So in this engagement season, this is something we've been talking about a lot because we're like, how do we make the most of our marriage? How do yeah. we master a budget? How do we get on the same page? How do we save? How do we invest? How do we be wise with what God has given us? How do we live below our, our means? Our means? Yeah. yeah. And so like, even last night we sat down and went through the whole budget and I was like, <gasps> And it's like so scary because like if you want to have good habits, if you want to become successful, you have to look underneath the hood. Because if your car is telling you, hey, warning signs, warning signs, something's wrong. And you're like, no, 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 it's fine. And you never check what's underneath the hood. Your car is going to break down on you eventually. You, you got to go to the doctor. Got to go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. So that's what we did. So I think step one of becoming successful. Do the math. Is... Making, taking an audit, like being honest with yourself and being like, okay, this is where I am right now. And this is where I want to be. But also I think you kind of got to know where do you want to be? Yeah. Like, what are your goals? That's the thing is uh, Janine and I, for instance, have some very big goals that we want in our marriage. Yeah. And that's not probably for everybody. You know, there's some people that, you know, might not, might, they might find contentment in different areas in their life. So yeah. they would rather do X or do Y. But for us, to get to why we're going to have to make some decisions now and some sacrifices. Yes. Yeah, some sacrifices yeah. to be able to get to where we want to be. And, uh, that requires discipline and it requires good habits because motivation is fleeting. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that through personal experiences. I would get so hyped. I'm like, my guys, I am, I'm doing the carnivore diet. I'm only going to eat meat for mm. six months and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be different. And then two weeks, I lose the motivation. Yep. And then my boys are like, dude, what happened to the carnivore diet? And that became a, a, a theme in my life where I would get super motivated about saving money or investing or this or that. And then that motivation would um, 
Burnout. Burnout. Which also, in part of that, I do think that a lot of people actually will subconsciously lose respect for you. Sure. Because if they're constantly hearing you say, like, look what I'm doing, and I'm starting this business, and I'm doing this, and, like, I'm going to do... And, like, if you don't actually do it, or if the plan is not actually in action, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people actually tend to lose respect for you. I'm going to pull up a Bible scripture on that, because I yeah. read something. Because I think... You know, it's the Bible where you talk about mere talk. Yeah. Yeah, like if you're just talking about it and you're not actually doing it, people, it's going to be kind of like the whole, the boy who cried wolf or the, is a girl who cried wolf? Because you're like, oh, I'm going to do all these things. So I think it's just a common practice. And I've heard this a ton is like, hey, don't, don't tell people what you're going to do. Just show them. Yeah. Proverbs 14, 23 says, in all toil, there is profit, but mere talk tends to only lead into poverty. Dang. So it's like. That hit me so hard, but it also takes the pressure off, I believe, because you're like, I would never say anything and actually do it. Mm -hmm. And so when you have that idea, and in my opinion, you have that business plan, you want to do something that is abnormal. You tell people who are close to you, but I think there is something to doing it before speaking about it because there's no pressure on your shoulders. No one knows the big dream. So if you change your mind, you don't feel pressure that, oh, I told a thousand people um, about this idea yeah. or this dream. So like, let me, you know, keep this in house. Let me keep this around, you know, the yeah. people who are close to me and get after it. I was just going to say, that's actually a really good point of keeping it in a closer circle, because I think if you want to become successful, you're going to need people. You're going to need people speaking into that, helping you. You're going to want people to speak into it. But uh, however, you have to choose who are those people, because you know that not everybody is excited for you. I was about to say that. Not everybody is in your corner. I I believe this with my entire life. Maybe even your best friend. I think this isn't, for my guy friends, most of them are pretty supportive. But even your closest friends want to see you fail. That's scary, but true. Because everyone has an agenda, kind of, right? Yeah. Not not everyone. Not everybody, but I think, I've even had to check my heart, where a buddy's doing something amazing, and... It's almost hard because now I can be comparing myself and being like, oh, dang, he's doing that. And and then I make it about myself. Mm, but if mm-hmm. he comes to me and goes, dude, this like, let's say a really successful person comes up to me. Dude, I'm struggling. You almost can find a little bit of like satisfaction in that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people want to see you fail. So if you go up to somebody and you're like, hey, I want to be a CEO of Apple one day. And this guy goes, oh, yeah, you don't, you don't want to do that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like, oh, you're crazy. That'll never be you. Yeah, it's crazy what that can do to your your mindset yeah so totally yeah i think people along the way are very important because you want to choose the right people that are going to encourage you uplift you and partner with you and then some people you can tell like you've just really got to use your best discernment and judgment you can tell when you tell somebody good things you see their reaction you see their eyes glaze over you see them kind of oh that's so amazing oh my gosh and then you're like you're not really happy for me you know yeah. I've had some situations like that in my so, life. So what do you, so what do we do about that? I was just saying, going back to motivation. I've also too have been someone that is a motivation girl in the past. I mean, same thing. I would do diet to diet. Mm-hmm. I, and I also realized that I would almost end up having to bite my words because I would get too excited. Yeah. And I've done this in my own platform so many times. I'd be like, guys, guess what? I'm going to launch this. I'm going to do this. And then I never did it. And like people aren't going to trust you. People are going to lose respect for you. They're not going to want to back you up if they're like, you said three years ago you were going to do that and you never did. Be excited because I think sometimes it's 
it's not from a bad place. Like you're excited. You're like, oh, look, I have this new idea. And we literally just talked about before this podcast, we were like, hey, when should we share this idea that we have? And I was like, let's wait until it's actually in motion. And I think too, as far as motivation, it was exactly what you're saying. Motivation burns out pretty fast. Habits and daily disciplines, those are what last. Because motivation is all based upon your feelings. Mm -hmm. Discipline is based off of what? Uh, Things you just don't want to do. Like you're like, I'm going to do this anyway. Here's the beautiful thing is discipline is like the, is the main ingredients. And then motivation is like, it's like the the cherry on top. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the dessert and it's occasionally you're going to have it. You're going to be two years on into your dream and you're going to have that motivation. It's going to come and go. But if you have the discipline around it, Man, that motivation is going to get you that. It's like when you're at Mario Kart. You get that extra little boost every now and then. <laughs> and so, but if if you're only requiring, if you're only leaning into your dreams and what you want to do on that little boost every now and then, that's why you're at the coffee shop. You're grinding out on this idea for three hours. You do, you did it for a week straight. And then you look mm-hmm. up and you haven't done it again in three weeks. And then you do it again. And it's like you don't get anywhere doing that. Exactly. And so if you read the Atomic Habits book, it's so powerful. It's one of my favorite books I've ever read. Have you read that book yet? No, but I'm reading Seven Habits of uh, a Successful Person. Highly Effective People. Highly Effective People. Yeah. So so instead of exactly what you're saying, that's such a good analogy or like a good actual realistic situation you get super hyped up you're like i'm gonna grind this out you're at a coffee shop instead of which i think it's great if you're excited in the beginning but you have to still decide to make a plan after that okay every friday for the next six months i'm going to sit at this coffee shop for three hours and work on my business plan instead of just being like relying on the feelings in the hype you still got to decide, okay, even when this isn't fun or I don't know what the plan is necessarily, I'm going to still decide to sit and work on this dream for three hours on every Friday for the rest of the six months. And so those, those are the habits that people do that help them win and succeed in the long run. It's deciding one thing that you will consistently do, even if you don't want to. That's so good. That's just, this is, this conversation's honestly, it's, it's helping me. Because I feel like I genuinely, I'm like, I'm about to be a husband. I'm about to, you know, I'm going to be a father in the next few years. Um, And I think every man kind of goes through this where it's kind of, it's time to grow up. It's time to make a plan. It's time to stick with something. It's time to build a skill and build a craft around an idea or a vision. And I do see a lot of Christians hiding behind the idea that, oh, God got me. Um, Mm, and I think that produces a lot of laziness. I think it's one of the actual problems in society is the biggest innovators tend to not be Christians. And it, and I'm like, I wish you could see more Christians becoming more business savvy. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's like wrong of me, but I do think that there is Chris, I don't know, some Christian men, especially I think can take a more passive approach to life because it's like, Oh, I'm just living for the kingdom. I just got to believe in Jesus. And uh, so I'm not going to apply to myself to anything. But I really believe that God has gifted you. He has made you so unique. And it's like he wants us to have to access that, to use our gifts for his glory. I don't want to lean into the prosperity side of things, but I do think we need more disciplined Christian men, especially out there doing some amazing things. Totally. No, I think that's honestly such a good bar because 
the Bible does talk about responsibility and work a ton in the book of Proverbs. I mean, you will read it. And even in Ecclesiastes, like God says that he wants us, his gift to us is to enjoy the fruit of our toil. So it's not that we're just toiling in vain or toiling just to toil, which means work. He's like, hey, you've worked hard and I want you to enjoy this. However, you want it to be worth your while. Like, I think that's exactly true. A lot of people are like, no, 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 God's got me. God's got me. And yes, God does have you, but you have to partner with God. You're not going to get your dream or your vision by sitting on your couch scrolling through Netflix. Yeah. And so I think the Bible says in Proverbs 28, 19, whoever works his land will have plenty of bread or which basically means like supply or money or yeah. just provision. But he who follows worthless pursuits will have plenty of wow. poverty. So there's so much of this in Proverbs, I promise y'all. What reminds me of that is I feel like, especially now, and I know what I'm about to say, everyone's going to go, yep, that's me. Everyone wants to do what they're passionate about. Yeah. The sad news is, is not, everyone might not get to do what they're passionate about at the time they want to do yeah. what they're passionate about. Yeah. But I think there is something too. I mean, before Janine and I got engaged, I worked my last three years of work have, I've never worked a job that I like doing every day was like, no, this is toil. This is, but you are faithful, man. I think there's something, if you did what you wanted every single day, it wouldn't be special anymore. Mm. And I think that there is something to that. God can bless that so much. And you look up in four years and it's like, you have all these skills that you didn't know that you had. And then you have money saved up. And, you know, I couldn't have got, you know, a, a ring for her. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. be in a place where I could have done any of the things that I wanted to do if I would have just been like, no, I'm just going to do what I'm passionate about because, yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good point. I mean, I know everybody, it's a, it's a realistic, understandable feeling of wanting to do the things that you're passionate about. Like, who wouldn't want to do that, you know? However, in order to get there, you're going to have to take some fails or some, you know, jobs that you don't necessarily enjoy, but those can all be stepping stones yeah. to what you want. And so I think it's it's just the law of the harvest. Like the more that you are sowing and you are trying to reap a life of faithfulness, being a hard worker and diligent, I think God honors that. But I think, can we be faithful where you are planted right now? Like even in your job, can you still be a blessing? And it is a little bit unrealistic to say, I know my purpose and my calling right now when I'm in college. And so it's like, okay, what can you do in the time being until you get there? Because I just think God honors people that are faithful in those seasons, regardless of, excuse me, I just had a burp. It's that dang energy drink. Um, regardless of whether it's exactly what you want to do. But I don't think anybody figures that out right off the bat. Like if you look at any successful millionaire, billionaire, company owner, whatever, they are usually in their like upper 30s, 40s. We're still you know? figuring it out. And I'm still figuring, oh exactly. Gosh. I mean, we have so many things going on behind the scenes, even in our relationship that we're doing that I'm doing that maybe even when it makes sense to the, to a person who just thinks we do social media or whatever, like there is, there's so much more that meets the eye. And, and I promise you that person you're comparing yourself to of like, I want to do what they're doing. They're passionate yeah. about that person is saying the same thing to that person. Right. So you can take that off your shoulders to know that you are like everybody else. Well, and too, like that person also at one point had to do jobs they didn't want to do. They also were probably very confused, very much like, is this working? Is this right? Like everybody struggles with self-doubt with self and deprecation. And 
is this what God is calling me to do? Like there, I don't think it's realistic for anybody to never go through a doubt or a fear in the process. The, the biggest fear though, I, I guarantee you is everyone thinks they're running out of time. Yeah, there's a, it's so true. There's a 32 year old listening right now. There's a 22 year old listening. There's probably even a 17 year old girl listening or a 17 year old guy or, or whatever. And I guarantee you every single one of them thinks they're running out of time. And you're absolutely right. And I will say that definitely manifests the most in singleness. And I've had, I've done episodes on that, but y'all I've said this before, but like there, you're not running out of time. If you are on God's timeline, like never God's timing is perfect. He's never late. He's never too early. If you just abide in him and you seek him and you follow him, the timing will always be perfect. And when you get it, you're going to be like, Oh, that made sense. Why God didn't give me that dream yet? Because maybe I wasn't ready for it yet. Maybe I didn't know how to steward it yet. Maybe I wasn't actually qualified Mm. yet because there is a Bible verse that I just talked about with Tracy on my last episode. It basically is talking about how like if you rush into something that God didn't have ready for you yet, you're going to end up like losing it or not knowing how to steward it because it wasn't, you weren't ready for it yet, you know? So I don't know if a lot of, I don't know if a lot of your listeners know that I don't have, currently I have not finished my college degree. I left school when I was 19 due to a a pretty bad knee injury that I had. And it required me to take some steps back. And so through the time, I saw all my friends graduating. I saw all my friends uh, doing all these things. And I was feeling like, oh my gosh, either I've made a mistake or I'm running out of time and I'll never be able to you know, do that or whatever. And that is the thief, you know, is that, is that comparison. And now I'm 24. I'm about to get married. I'm going to finish my business degree. So proud of you. Like I, you know, I look up and I'm like, okay, I got a year left. There, there are things that there's, there's certain reasons to why you're going through what you're going through. And I almost got in a position where I was 24 and I was thinking I was 52 years old. <laughs> you know, if you're 52, you're, yeah. you're still, you're still young, yeah. but man, listen guys, Janine and I have been married for six months. And the reason why it is a beautiful marriage, it's because of thrive market thrive market. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. We genuinely love you so much because of thrive market. We're able to save so much time through ordering all our grocery and household essentials through the app or website, uh, guys, it's just a huge stress relief. And you guys also know I have gut issues, like really, really, really bad. So finding, you know, food with top quality ingredients is super crucial for me. And Thrive Market not only does that, but they restrict over a thousand harmful ingredients like artificial flavors, high fructose corn syrup, and a lot more. And guys, when if you're parents and you have, you need to find organic kid snack, they have low sugar alternatives and high protein essentials. Jenny and I are also training for our marathon, so it is so beneficial, and we can find all of our protein options and snacks through Thrive Market. And guys, save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash healthy for 30% off your order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash healthy, thrivemarket.com slash healthy. That's just such a good reminder, babe, that it's never too late to still start the dream. It's never too late to begin. It's never too late to start over. Like, 
I'm sure you've had people tell you, oh. oh, Caleb, why would you go back to college? It's so dumb, dude. You don't need a degree. Or the other way. And Or the other Do way. Do you know what it's like going into a Highland Park house in Dallas, Texas, without a college degree sometimes? <laughs> dude, yes, yes, some I do. of these parents, <laughs> some, of these, some of these people I've met, like, oh, Especially in Dallas. Where'd yeah. you go to college? I'm like, uh, I didn't. You know, I traveled, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh. Yeah, you immediately are like, oh, that's... Uh, <laughs> the, the voice gets like really high. I'm Good like, for you. I'm like, Good. I, that's what they say. I Good pull for out you. my Bank of America account. I go, it's okay, girl. No, no you do I'm not. Kidding. He's a humble king. I'm kidding. I didn't. <laughs> okay, this is the verse I was trying to actually read earlier. And I and Tracy reminded me of it. But um, it's Proverbs 20, 21. An inheritance gained hastily in the beginning will not be blessed in the end. Or basically like an inheritance obtained too early is not a blessing in the end. So like if you've obtained it too early because you created it on your own and you were like, I need this now in order to keep up with the Joneses or to fulfill my own timeline that I've created for myself. What if you're not even meant to have it at that time and you can't actually fulfill it and sustain it because you rushed the timing. It's kind of like applying for a job and saying you're proficient in Excel and you get the job <laughs> and you're like, I don't know how to do Excel. We've all done it. Let's like, be honest. <laughs> I remember, I guess I got a job. I won't say which job it was because I worked there for a while and they probably knew this later, but I was severely, severely underqualified. And which one whispered to me? Mouth it. Oh. <laughs> I did. I was managing a staff of 30. Like I. King was crushing it. I didn't. I couldn't believe that I got myself in this position and imposter syndrome. And I didn't really steward it probably that well because I, you know, I just was like, we'll get by on this. And uh, I, I hadn't spent enough time really working on my craft, working on those disciplines that will uh, be able to make me more professional, make me uh, more skilled at what I'm going to do. And so, but it's honestly kind of impressive that you believed in yourself enough and you were like, I can do this and yeah. you did it. And I mean, sometimes that's what we're all sometimes doing is we're faking it till we make it. What like a lot of people are. Yeah. What percentage of people would you say we're all just kind of faking it? I mean, like 75% of people it has to be because no one's like to be an expert in a field or to really, really feel confident. Like that's like so, nearly impossible. So one of my best friends, Benjamin. Good old Benny boy. He has a computer science degree from Imperial College in London. He has a financial certificate from Stanford. He has a law degree from Cambridge. Man. And he just left. He just graduated from MIT. Wow. He's 25 years old. He is? 25. And one of my closest, bestest friends. And um, he's in your wedding. He's in my wedding. Ladies, and, he's uh, also single. And he has a British accent. He's single, ladies. And, um, uh, this dude has given me more confidence that it does not matter. He is, has every degree you could think of. And he's like, dude, it, it doesn't, everyone's faking it. Even the people I'm around at mm. times, like, like we're all kind of like, because I've, I have these degrees, but honestly you speak to people who it's like, we're all just kind of just mm -hmm. doing our best, our best. And, and even he, he feels imposter syndrome in wow. some of the room season. And he has a perfect score in the SAT. And wow. even he's saying that. That's insane. Yeah. See, guys, let that be your reminder. Benjamin, I love you, brother. Everybody does not have it fully figured out. I remember when I went to the University of Texas, and it's a hard school to get into. I remember being in those classes and being like, how the heck 
that I get into this school. That's without chat GPT too. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm looking around this class and I always kept thinking like, oh, I'm for sure the dumbest person here. And then when you would do like a group project or you would all sit around the table and study together, suddenly you felt way less alone because everybody was yeah. like, I don't know how the See, heck I'm here. You made a mistake. What? You're supposed to pay off the smartest person in the group project. That's just, I'm th- not a swindler. This is, this is macroeconomics one-on-one is when you're in a group project, you figure out who the smartest is. Say, hey, you know, let's say it's Ben. Hey, Ben, let's go to lunch. No, I'm not. No, I'm not a smoozer. Buy you lunch. <laughs> I, that's not my brain doesn't work like that. Dude, you know, in the Google Docs where you can see. I know it, some people whose brain does. You know, in the Google Docs where everyone's like. Cheating? No, you can see everyone typing and yeah. editing the same. I used to like type random things, delete. And like Caleb, and like, Tori, if you were in the group project, you would like be like, oh, Caleb. So wor- you were the Caleb's worst guy. Kind of working on. You were the, the worst, worst guy in the group project. The worst, but your wow. pocket was filled. I gave you twenty bucks. That's it. I'd give you <laughs> potentially more than that. So you were every group class's person's enemy. But like worst nightmare. No, no, because I feel like I pulled my I, weight in group I, projects. I played the social game in high school where I was like, hey, you know, this isn't my skill set, but I will. But like, you know, a group project, I would present it. So like, I wouldn't do uh, a lot of the work, kay. but a lot of people didn't want to present because public yeah, speaking. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I'll do the speaking. You're good at that. You guys do the work a little more. It's just not a good attitude. Don't do this because yeah. now. Don't take notes on this. Like <laughs> now, like this, it's such a dumb mindset. But at the time, you know, that's what I did. Wow. Good to know. Yeah. I would have probably not liked you in college. No. Because I was a very, I loved being like, I would be the one that was like, she's not Babe, pulling her weight. Like, I would get annoyed. We would have been in the word together after school. I don't know about Con- that. Yes, we would have. No, I would have been a senior and you would have been a freshman. I, and I probably would have been like, yeah, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> no I shot. love you though. No, though. No shot. Back to the conversation. What are some of your daily habits and disciplines? Currently? Yeah. So first things first, when I wake up, TikTok. Um, it is no okay i was but gonna say you told i'm like because no. i just caught you in a lie i was like no. you told me you've been off tiktok for five no, plus i actually days. removed it from my home screen and mm. to where when i'm waking up i'm not getting on it Smart. but before i'll be honest with you before for a long time that was like the first thing i did when oh I woke same up. it's so bad uh that's just being honest right now first thing i do i wake up i use the restroom um <laughs> getting his whole morning routine and i go to coffee shop and that's where i open the word Get in the word um, right now in Proverbs. And uh, you didn't believe me the other day. No, uh, I believed you. <laughs> uh, so my daily habits uh, consist of reading the word, getting in my prayer. My biggest thing is I probably struggle more with uh, the discipline of reading. But my prayer life is like in worship life. That's like the most like important thing to me. Um, and I am getting a lot stronger and a lot better at reading. And I've seen the way that discipline has impacted me. Like reading the word makes you comprehend other things in life so much better. I mean, Proverbs has like genuinely like, oh my gosh, if you want to be a husband, if you want to be anybody, oh my if you want to be wise and know how to do life well, yeah, Proverbs. Yeah. And so I work out five to six days a week. He really does. I can um, testify to that. Yeah. I just don't think, I think it's different for men and women in, in a standpoint because hormones are different. Different things are different. But I think as a man, you should be, you know, probably lifting weights. You need to be doing things that push your body strength-wise. Mental-wise. Mental-wise. And so I would say those are like my key disciplines is your faith, 
you know, kind of your mission statement of even the podcast. Yep. Mind, body, soul, um, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Yeah. And right now, just taking a ton of business classes. And so awesome. that's my. Good job, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, so, I mean, like I said, the podcast is Happy and Healthy, and again, it's those four verticals, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. I think a couple things is, um, like, immediately getting in the Word of God every single morning. I try not to skip. I journal daily, work out right after that every single day, four times, four to five times a week, depending on the schedule. Um, try to cook at home. Those are some disciplines mm-hmm. we do is cook versus eating out We've all the time. We've been doing a better job of that. been doing better at that. Um, I've been recently putting my phone across my bed so I don't go to sleep scrolling on social media because that was my worst nightmare is I would, next thing I know, an hour goes by and it's like midnight and I'm like, oh my gosh, like an hour flew by. So I think just as tips, like put your phone across the room and it helps you wake up in the morning too because when that alarm get, goes off, you've got to get out of bed. It wakes you up. Um, and then we love podcasts. Both of us love podcasts. We love to consume things that are beneficial. Mm -hmm. I love to be challenged in that way. I love to listen anything that's bettering me just faith wise or just learning about things. It's huge. Instead of listening to crappy rap music or whatever, buy an audio book. Yeah. Invest into yourself. Invest. Yeah. Audiobooks.com y'all or audible. Um, and that's actually something I've been doing. So instead of now scrolling on social media before bed, because my phone is on across the room, I'm like, I can actually read. And it slows your brain down. It prepares you for bed. I'm like actually consuming beneficial things. Like half the time, I don't remember anything that I've looked at on TikTok. But with the book, I'm like, okay, I remember that. And that actually applies to my life. And it benefits both of us because I'm reading a book about marriage right now. So those are just some things. Um, I think too, just like. What about, sorry to interrupt, but what about relationally? I was literally about to say that. <laughs> Way to go. We're on the same same wavelength. I was just going to say relationally, that's so important as well of meeting with believers, meeting with people, having people speak into the things because, you know, as human beings, you struggle with things. And last week we had a a tough week and that's when you have to call some people. That's when you have to have people speak some truth back into you. I'm in a small group every single Wednesday. He's in a men's group every single Thursday. Yeah. And my mentor Thursday, he's a mentor. Like I have people that are speaking into that because I think that is a big component. If you want to do anything. If you want to go far in life, don't go alone. If you ask people who are older than you, hey, will you help me? Mm-hmm. Like I'm lost and I'm confused and I need guidance. Will you meet for me for coffee once a month? I'll even and pay for it for mm-hmm. them and you'll see your life just, gosh, it'll change so much. I think in the process of trying to become successful, there's so many times where you've got to look dumb. Like, I know the whole TikTok trend of, like, being delusional, be delulu. Yeah. (laughs) It's honestly kind of true because you've got to be willing to put yourself out there. You've got to be willing to look stupid. You've got to be willing to fail, to ask people to be bold. I'm not saying use people. I'm not saying being a mooch. But Caleb right now has a mentor where he's meeting with this guy every two weeks on a Thursday morning at 7 a.m., this man is a successful, godly man who is pouring into him. He's single. He's single. He's a CEO, though. <laughs> he's, he's a great guy. But, like, in Caleb's mind, you could have been fearful and been like, nah, this dude's never going to mentor me. Why would he take the time? Like, you've got to be able to face rejection. I remember I asked a very powerful author, speaker, leader. I asked her to mentor me three years ago. Never got a text back, to be honest. But... I was like, I'm willing to face rejection. I'm willing to put myself out there because what if she did say yes? You know, you don't know until you try. And I, my last bit of advice, because you see it everywhere on TikTok, if it's a get rich quick scheme, mm. 
I promise you. Or bye I, night. I've lost ten thousand dollars on on crypto. Ooh. It's not that. I mean, it's a lot of money, but it's like I was trying to get rich. And it just doesn't usually. And you know work. the Bible talks about that. Yeah, the Bible is, uh, is so clear about get yeah. rich quick schemes and how that won't last. And the man that toils day by day, he is the one that prospers in the end. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's good. You wanna? What should we talk about next? So my recommendation on just motivation is really reading Atomic Habits or even listening to the audiobook or listening to podcasts. I have a podcast about it. Um, with even Craig Rochelle, he has a, a book called The Power to Change because he's very big on atomic habits as well. But really, y'all, it's not what you do um, randomly. It's what you do consistently. The compounding interest. Compounding interest. It's what you do every single day. And even if you start with one thing, maybe you're like, I'm good in other areas, but I really stink at working out. Okay, so what can you do that is small today that will compound to something larger down the road. So if that's, I'm going to do my first ever workout class. I'm just going to do one a week. I'm going to do three a week. I'm going to go on a walk for 15 minutes. You want to make it obtainable. You want to make it realistic. You want to make sure you write down what is that goal. You can't just have it in your brain somewhere like, I think I'm going to do, like write it down, make it plain, make it clear and implement it. If you make a plan every Sunday, what that's also something we've been doing is having a Sunday where we Sabbath, we take a break from social media, we don't hang out with people, we go to church, we cook, we plan for the week, we um, decide like what's the calendar going to look like this week. I plan out my workouts for the week. And you want the the craziest thing, the result of all of this is, Mm. is sometimes it is the road less traveled. Yeah. So be prepared that if this is the road you choose to be more disciplined, to live like Jesus calls us to live, uh, to steward all the things he he calls us to well be you know be prepared it is a lonelier i think journey and doesn't yeah. mean you're going to be you know not have friends but it is going to require sacrifice that but it's how oof. badly do you want it that's such a good point because we actually talk about this a lot Dallas is a very, 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 very social city because there's not much to do besides eat and drink here. And so a lot of people want to just gather, which is great. I'm such a gatherer. We're both very extrovert people. But we realize, okay, if we keep hanging out every single day of the week, we keep eating out, we keep being social, we are not saving money. We're not planning our goals. We're not working towards our goals. So you've kind of got to be willing to step apart from the grain and say, okay, I'm going to find a more healthier balance and choose, like you said, the road less less traveled. Because, I mean, it's easy to be like, I'm not going to plan, just going to be friends and be social and go do this and go do that. But then five years goes by and you're like, I didn't do anything, you know? And so it's like, who do you want to be in five years? You've got to start working towards that now. How cool would it be? Like, let's say your name is you know, Emily. And it's like, where, where's Emily? I was going to say know? Barbara. I don't know why. Like, where, where's Emily? And, you know, she comes around occasionally. She's, she's still plugged into her community. But yeah, she doesn't disappear. Where, where is she? And then seven years she comes by. It's like, oh, that's Emily speaking. Of, like, yeah, Emily I, owns a, you, a company now. What were you doing? There's yeah. seven. Uh, and then you look and you see the people in the same place. Mm. And I just think that there's some beauty to that by you putting sacrifices now mm-hmm. to to be able to put yourself in a place where, you know, mm. there's just more, um, you know, to whom much is given, much is expected. So if God has That's given good. you a lot. 
Um, yeah. So I'm speaking to myself. That was good, babe. High five on that. That was good. That was awesome. Yeah. And I think too, um, you know, like I keep mentioning, but like people along the way are going to really, really matter. You want people speaking into this, encouraging you, helping you. Cause it's, it's not like, you're not going to not face a doubt, a season of doubt in between. Like there's so many times when I was like, man, I want to quit. This is too hard. I don't know if this is for me anymore. And people being like, no, 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 no. Like I'm not literally, I'm not going to let you quit. You're going to need some people. And so we're not saying step away from all your community, but it's also like, if you want to get something different, you're going to have to be different. If you don't want to look like everybody else, you're going to have to separate yourself from everybody else. And that's kind of what we want to do is like, we want to be in the world, but we don't want to be of the world. And so if you don't want to be of the world, you've got to not do what the world says to do. And so it's kind of what we've been trying to work on. And we have such great people around us that are encouraging us. I, I do think also like what's frustrating is that if you're wanting to become successful, people are going to be like, oh, all you want to do is work or you never hang with us anymore. Or, you keep disappearing or you don't do community. You well. don't. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. You don't come to the bars with us anymore. Like people are going to give you some backlash a little bit every now and then, but that's why you've got to let in like one person. That's your accountability. I could not nearly be who I am if Caleb wasn't encouraging me, if Maddie wasn't encouraging me, if my friends weren't speaking into me or being like, how's that going? Or following up with like, Hey, I remember you said that. So I think accountability along the way is super, super important. Like if you do want to be a marathoner, if you do want to start a business, like pick a person to say, Hey, will you hold me accountable? Will you run with me? Will you meet with me and help me? Because it really will help. Mm -hmm. This is, I like this. It's a fun conversation because I think that's the biggest, this is the biggest blessing. Even this podcast has been in our relationship is just being able to work through thoughts because everything we're talking are things we're trying to implement more and more of. So you could be listening going, man, they just have it all together. And it's like, no, her and I sat and wrote out our budget and our house plan for this year. And, you know, we're both looking at each other with a little bit of like, you know, dang, you know, this yeah. is hard. Mm -hmm. So, and I was going to say too, like, if you are trying to pursue a dream, sometimes you're just going to have to take some bold risks and you're going to have to step out in faith and you may lose some money in the process. I think that's, what's kind of scary is that a lot of people are like, no, I can't lose this money. I'm going to wait till I make more. And people always think there's more time and I'm going to wait more, wait more, wait more. And if you lose the chance, if you don't take the risk, you miss the chance. So it's kind of like dating. So like, a girl might say, I don't really want to ask him out or the, or the guy might go, I don't want to ask the girl out because I'm afraid it might ruin the friendship. Mm. And it's like, hey, bro, take the risk because ultimately you ain't going to be her friend forever. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's kind of the same thing in your business and in your job. And sometimes you have to quit that job. Sometimes you have to resign because do, yeah. God is calling you to something else. Oh, but I don't know where the money's going to come or I don't know this or I don't, don't know that. Ultimately, Partner we with get God. one life mm -hmm. and... um doesn't mean you don't be wise. Yeah. Get some people to speak into it uh, and yeah. then proceed. But, man. Yeah, I would say, like, be wise. Like, never make a decision on your own. You make you make good decisions within counsel. So process, like, hey, I have this really crazy idea that I am wanting to start. I don't know. Should I quit my job? Should I not? You process. Someone runs through pros and cons with you. Hey, what do you think? Is this wise? What would you do? What does the Bible say about it? Blah, blah, blah. And then if you feel like God has given you peace, like, wait 
a little bit more for that peace or that confirmation. But then sometimes like you may not get it. Sometimes you're just gonna have to step out in faith and be obedient and just be like, okay, God, I'm trusting you with this. This is a dream, a goal of mine and be faithful, be obedient, seek the Lord. And if the Lord says, Hey, go right, you go right. If he says left, go left, you know, but you're not going to get that guidance if you're not having intimacy with the Lord. Or you might, you might succeed without God. Yeah. And event, Some people I do. mean, yeah, that happens. So I, it's kind of tough. Um, sometimes you sell yourself to a dream and you leave God out of it. You might find yourself in the position of getting exactly what you got, but was it worth it in the end? Now you're just successful and you're alone and you got nothing but the product and you, the process mm. was never filled with the Holy spirit. That's good. Yeah. You never want to do a process apart from the Holy spirit. Like yeah. it's not as worth it and blessed otherwise. And, um, I had it's another good. point. My brain keeps like zoning out. What is, uh, <laughs> so you posted on Instagram th- last week about if people thought you might start a business, uh, what would that business be? Why'd you do that? I mean, it's always been a dream of mine to have a product, I think, outside of just social media. Of course, it'll funnel through social media. Like, we want to serve and create products that are a blessing to y'all that you guys want. But, yeah, it's always been a dream of mine. And, I mean, even that's scary. You know, it's like, what if it fails? What if no one buys it? And it's like, but what if it all goes right? What if it all works? Yeah. You know, and it's a very long process. It is, but we definitely have dreams of launching products down the road. If anybody knows of somebody who can make a pickleball court in a backyard, let me know because that'd be fire. That'd be pretty fun. That's all I've been thinking about. I don't know where we would put it. I don't think my backyard's big enough for that. Maybe that's our new business is we make pickleball courts. I don't know if that's my passion. We can do something with the pickleball. I don't know if that's really my passion, pickleball, but I will let you do pickleball that. Pickleball is my passion. Caleb is really, really, really big into pickleball. I, I mean, it's so fun, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you're like hyper into it. You could it. be my little model girl and we can uh, yeah, we can do something. <laughs> you can figure something out. I hope so. I won't charge you. Or Thank you. Won't, you. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. I should be charging you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. What else? We get... Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think sometimes there there was this TikTok that I saw, actually, and this guy was interviewing, um, like, older men, and this sounds weird, but he was like, what's one of your biggest regrets in life? And there was two guys that I watched. They were, like, in their 40s. It was a married couple, and there was, like, not 40, sorry, even older, like, 50s or 60s. And they said that they wished when they were younger, they just traveled more. They wished they had just done it because they kept thinking there will be more chances. There will be more time. And now they're in their 60s and their bones hurt. It's harder to walk. It's harder to travel. And now obviously they're more successful, but they were like, the couple said, they're like, we wish that we had just gone, even if it didn't look perfect, even if we didn't have the nicest hotel. He's like, now we, of course, we can afford a luxury hotel. But at the time we wish we just did it. So it's like, y'all just it's like the whole Shia LaBeouf, just do it. But <laughs> just do it. Um, I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with that because if you said, hey, if you traveled then, but I, I, I could flip it. So okay. you got to travel then, but now I take away all the things that you've worked for, all the businesses you've built, all the generosity you're able to mean? give. I'm saying that the reason why they're probably in the position they are today was because they had sacrificed then. Well, so, true. I mean, for sure, everything in hindsight is twenty twenty, and it's yeah. all relative. Yeah. But I'm not saying blow all your dough. I'm saying pick, 
you know, two times of the year that you have a dream country or a dream place and yeah. you save up for that and then you ball out or don't ball out, save your money. But I'm also saying like, I'm not saying travel every single weekend or every month. I'm saying, hey, make some margin in your calendar and in your finances where you're like, I'm young. I want to go see the world. Yeah. I'm going to pick a group. We're going to ball on a budget. We're going to backpack. We're going to go to hostels, whatever Dude. you got to do and do it. And so that's, the, that's more what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. Yeah. Is but, it a, but that's a good point. Isn't a hostel like an inappropriate thing? No, no, no. That's a brothel. That's a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Hostel is where you're sharing with random people. Okay. One time. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I went to Spain. You went to a brothel? No, I went to a hostel. Oh. I'd never stayed at a hostel before and I went with a group of people and we went to one in Spain and it was a new experience for me. And so like at lunchtime in like uh, before dinner, they have this like little tea time. And so you go downstairs and you go meet with like all these random people that are from like literally all over the world. So like us being Americans, we're like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. I'm excited. And we go to get the tea time and everyone's ming like mingling. This you golfing? Mingling. Huh? You said tea time. Stop. <laughs> This man's funny. So I go down there and there's this guy from Denmark. And actually, no, he was from Amsterdam. And um, he's like, oh, where are you guys from? And I was like, oh, I'm from America. And he goes, stupid Americans. And I was like, what? And he's like, oh, you Americans are the same. And you didn't. He just starts ragging on us. And I was trying to even be like complimentary. I was like, oh, my grandmother was from the they Netherlands as well. because they ain't us. He was a full-time, full-blown hater. All you guys do is us. vote for your stupid Trump. And he just went off. And I literally was like, I literally was like, you are being so rude. I, I got up and walked away because I was like genuinely so hurt and mad. And as I walked away, he flipped me off. So, man, cool. Brody did not like Americans. Listen, Most Europeans don't like them. It, it's sad. just a double standard because an American could never do that about another country, nor should you. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, every country has their issues. But And I was trying to be so nice, and he just kept going off. And all my friends were like, okay, we get it. And then finally I was like, I've had enough of this. And then he flipped me off. I, what's his name? I don't know. Some It was some Dutch name. Gotcha. But my mom, my grandmother was from the Netherlands. So I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, my grandmother. I was trying to like relate and have some common ground with him. He was not having it. That's funny. Kind of hurt my feelings. What do you, um, isn't it crazy to think, because we have so many decisions, so many things to do in this upcoming season. And we want to, we definitely have some big goals. Can you even, like in seven, five to seven years from now, can you even picture like what life's going to be like? Um, yeah, I think so. You think so? I mean, never will I have the full picture because I'm not God. But I think for the most part, yeah, I could see. I could see, obviously, we're probably going to have, how many years? Kids? Five to seven years, you said? Kids in five to seven years? Oh, no, the goals? Five to seven, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for sure, we'll be parents. God, I mean, I have God so willing. I have so many things on my dream list that I'm like, Lord, won't you, won't you do it? Yeah. I mean, I, I hope to pray and hope to God and pray that those all come true. And I'm waiting on God's timing, but like, I could definitely think, see it. You think I'll be a pickleball pro then? I hope so. Cause I think you could be. Yo, he's that good. I'm we played that. last night. Actually, it was so fun. I get angry sometimes. She does get angry. I get my feelings hurt because I've never I'm played. I'm a little hard on her at times. Well, okay. Here's the difference. It's funny because I didn't grow up playing sports and this sports was like all Caleb's life. I did like dance, piano, cheerleading, painting classes. You were sports guy. I'm just now getting into sports and pickleball, and I love it. However, your girl's got a lot to learn. 
So you are coaching me the way that your dad would coach you. And he gets <laughs> mad at me. He's like, Jay, why are you hitting it like that? And I get scared. I'm like, I don't know. It's like you're crying some when your dad's yelling you at math. I also encourage you a lot. Too. No, you totally do. You're like, that's but, really good. But I, I have to get some tough love. I'm like, Honestly, I'm not used to that. I'm like, Janine, obviously, if you do that, that is not going to. He's like, where do you think it was going to freaking go? And I, I'm like, I don't know. I, I'll always say, Janine, geometry. Yeah, he does. Ge he's like, angles. Where did you think that was going to go? I was like, I didn't know. <laughs> to me. Hitting the ball is successful. Like, I'm like, I just got it over the net, or I just hit the ball. To him, he's like, no, you freaking hit it in outer space. She's finally starting to get good enough to where I'm like, okay, now it's time to take it to the next step. So if she makes a dumb shot, I slam it. Because <laughs> uh, I got to get you it's to learn. It's so annoying, It's like though. a baby, you know, you know, doing something they shouldn't do. You have to, you know, teach It's kind them. of annoying. But it's good because I've never, I mean, obviously I had a, I had a pretty tough cheerleading coach. I had two very tough cheerleading coaches. Um, but sports is different. Like ball sports, very different for me. Also. Huh. You want to tell anything about wedding planning? Yeah. Let's talk about the wedding. Yeah. We got, we get so excited. We got 15. Yeah, ten, what time is 15 it? 15 minutes. I'm also starving. Can we go get lunch? Yeah. Do you want to take me out to lunch? We got a business plan we got to talk about. We do. We do, guys. Okay. Wedding planning. Wedding planning is going really, really well. We met with our wedding planner yesterday, Hunter Orcut. She's the best. Hunter um, Orcut. Orcut? Orcut. Orcut. Apparently her husband also is a big pickleball guy. And she yesterday was like, you and my husband have got to play. If you're planning a wedding, hit her up. She's amazing. She is amazing. The best. Hunter, shout out to you guys. Check her out. If you are planning a wedding, she honestly does do weddings, not just in Texas too. Yeah. But we met with her. We went over the design of the wedding. We are actually, we have a couple emails we need to go through because she emailed us today. Y'all. Yeah. Okay. We secured our wedding band, which is so Fun. And our bands. We're having wedding ring bands and wedding bands. We secured those this past week, which has been so exciting. So we're having a band at our wedding, and I think that just makes your wedding so fun. We have so many like, like care like character specific details at our wedding. Yeah, that's so fun, and I love it because it's like it's not the it's not going to be the most it's not going to be the bougiest wedding, but it's going to have so much like. Uh, I don't know. Just, yeah, care. I think it's going to be a nice wedding, but we promise y'all it's not nearly as expensive as you guys might think. Yeah. It's like we genuinely want to steward this wedding yeah. season well. We want to buy a house. Okay, we want to buy, like, a different house one day, and so we are really trying to be like, okay, yeah, we could, we've talked about this. We could blow all the money, but, like, let's not, you yeah. know? Like, he was the one that set a very, very low budget from the beginning. And I was like, Caleb, I really don't think that's realistic, but, like, let's do our best to try. We're For a good close. bit there, we were really, really close. Yeah, we're still around. And, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Man. And I was saying, God has also been so kind to us and has blessed us with so much stuff. Oh, my gosh. I think that's the biggest thing. If you are planning a wedding right now and you are in that crazy season of expensive, just know this. The first offer from these vendors. Don't take it. Don't take it. Okay? Yeah. The first offer from the flower company. Don't take it. Uh -huh. The first offer from the rehearsal dinner place. Don't take it. You will save thousands and thousands of dollars by simply negotiating. And then what's going to happen, this is what's so great with Hunter. Hunter has been great negotiating for us and whatever. A lot of wedding planners probably have vendor specific agenda. deals with certain people. Yeah. So the wedding industry is just like. It's rigged. It, it's, it's crazy. They want to bankrupt you yeah and uh we obviously have gotten some deals with you know brands or whatever yeah, and, yeah. and we're super thankful for that but just 
have your husband really lean into that negotiating role. Unless you're good at it. Unless you're good at it as well. That's not really my strength. Good good guy, good cop, bad cop kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Well, it's also true. I mean, I I even saw on TikTok way before getting engaged how people said the wedding industry was super rigged. Like, you'll say, hey, I need a makeup artist. And then they'll be like, hey, what's it for? And they would have given you a different rate. And then you're like, a wedding. And then they literally doubled the price. Like, oh, wedding. Oh, what are your flowers for? A birthday party, 10,000. Wedding. Oh, $30,000. Like, and I get it. It's more labor. It takes more time. There's more details, yada, yada. But it's it's a little rigged. So, like, if you are wanting to get married, save now. Like, this is literally because I've been saving for so long. Do you think it's getting so crazy that when we have daughters, we might have to have an honest conversation with them about, hey, we want to pay for your wedding, but it's getting so insane. Yeah, and like inflation are, is not helping that either. Yeah, it's, it's insane to me. It's one day we're going to you know, do it the best we can. And yeah, it's still expensive. It's going to be so fun. But it's one day out of our lives. We'll make it back. We'll, you know. Yeah, we'll work hard again. And we just want our friends and family to have so much fun. We want people to feel the presence of God. We want to just enjoy the day. Like, I think it's going to be so fun. We found the song that she's walking down the aisle to. Yeah, I sobbed. And Actually, okay, babe, I listened to it again today. Really? And I cried again. Let's go. It's the song. And the only thing that we really need to do now is we need to do find a cake. We have a food tasting next week, which we'll post on Instagram. And getaway car, mm-hmm. wedding night hotel. So we, got, we have our whole honeymoon. Yeah, I, which I got to. just need to look at some emails from Hunter. I got to make one last payment for the for the honeymoon this, this next week. <laughs> okay, let's wrap this podcast up. you have any other last bars of truth, wisdom for the person that is. Yeah. You know, they, they want to be the best version of themselves. They want to be happy and healthy. Yeah. What yeah, would be yeah. your advice? Yeah. Lean in, guys. Lean in. You want me to lean in too? Yeah, lean in. Lean okay, in. I'm leaning in. Hello. What is it? Okay, I'm going to speak to the men and I'm going to speak to the woman. So women, women, take this clip that I'm about to say. Send it to your mans, all right? Okay? Men, keep Jesus first. Make more money. Baby, <laughs> baby. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh my I, I'm gosh. Kidding, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Men, have a purpose in your life that's greater for yourself, that's greater than yourself. Yep, yep, yep. That's going to further advance the kingdom, that's going to further advance your family, and that's going to make her feel that she made the best decision of her entire life. It's not a performance, but it's leaning into the gifts that God has given you and run after that. Amen. Run after a freaking heart and don't stop. Women, mm. be yourself. Lean into what God has for you. Don't let the opinions of others stop you from running your race. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Because there's a man who will come alongside of you and run that race with you. Yep. And that's that's Jesus. Amen. That's not that's not that's not a, that's not an earthly dude. Yeah. That is the Lord. Yeah. And He's running with you. And I know society and I know all these things and dudes have been hard to you. They've been mean to you. But there's a supernatural father who will run beside you in this race. And he chooses you. And and he chooses you. you And yeah, just just relax. Everything's going to be all right. (laughs) That was awesome. That's turned into a dating podcast. (laughs) I was more thinking more practical advice. That's nice. But I love that. That was really good, babe. That was really good. That made me like you a lot more. Let's go eat food. I'm hungry. Everybody. If you want to be happy and healthy in life, all you got to do is Matthew 6, 33. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Seek him first.
We love you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. We'll see you guys again next week for another episode of Happy and Healthy. But until then. It's all I really ever wanted. <laughs> stay happy and healthy. Say, bye, guys. We love you. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.